0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Papa Don't Preach. We got a special guest in the house. I'm very excited to introduce Miss Amy Wilhelm. And I have to say, Wilhelm.
1: Yes. Ah!
0: Did I do the scream right? Did I do the scream? Oh, the, uh, it's Ah! Ah!
1: ah! <laughs> See, I always like
0: I always like pointing out somebody somebody who has a popular name. I can't believe you
1: know the Wilhelm Scream. Yeah, because my name well, is Obi.
0: My name's Obi. Okay. And Obi Wan Kenobi Star Wars. The Wilhelm Scream was in Star it's Wars. In Star Wars. It's, it's in, in, Star- in a lot of it's in Nosferatu. George Lucas movies. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well so done.
0: Very very familiar with the Wilhelm Scream ah, and wonderful. I'm, Big fan. Oh. Big fan of your work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I can't take credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: it's great to have you join us. Uh, we've actually been talking about getting you on for a long time. Oh. Yes, a very, wow. very long time. Um,
1: very happy to be here.
0: A lot of you guys out there, um, uh, to properly introduce Amy, she is a, uh, a speech pathologist. Did I say that correctly? You did, yes. Uh, you, uh, you have a CCC SLP can you explain to me what a CCC SLP is
1: it's just very fancy terminology it's my uh it's my certificate of clinical competence in speech language pathology oh damn you have to work for one year under a mentor before you earn your C's
0: oh damn and Uh you've been doing this for what 18 17 14 That'd be 12 nice. little over 20 years <laughs> little over 20 years yeah oh man you did, yeah. you got you got this thing in the bag now
1: i do i do yeah uh, but i'm always learning always, always learning. learning there's see, always new things to learn
0: very very smart yes. very calculated uh-huh all right see yes. i don't normally on this pod and i don't don't at me blaine or bennett um I'm usually the dumbest one at the table, so I'm, I should be, like, used to this. But I have, like, an actual educated person here, and it's very... I'm gonna, I'm tr- I'll try and keep all my stupid dad jokes to myself. I love dad jokes. Okay. Keep them coming. <laughs> all right. If you ask for it. <laughs> Well, I'm yeah. there, uh, today we're going to be talking to you. All. There's a couple things that I know I've gone through as a parent that um, our other host, uh, Bennett, who you're sitting in for, has gone through as a parent when it comes to language and speech and kids learning to talk. And like, I, I kind of want to pick your brain here okay. and go through a few things. But uh, first, I wanted people to get to know you. And uh, now, are you an Angelino? Yes or no? You're in the hot seat. Go.
1: Uh, well, I'm. Born and raised in New York, but I've been here over 20 years. As what the well. hell? I know. <laughs> so you could consider me an Angelino at this point.
0: So raised in New York, you've been in uh, in LA for 20 years. Now the debate has started: LA or New York for you?
1: It's got to be LA for me at this point. What? They just got snow in New York yesterday.
0: Dude, they're never gonna let you back after this. Uh, I I can bleep this out if you want. <laughs>
1: I'm I've I've kind of gone Dodgers at this point. Hell yes, and I was a huge Yankees fan. Hell yes,
0: <laughs> favorite person. Bennett just got replaced. <laughs> hell yes, hell yes. So, go Dodgers.
1: Yeah, although you know my dad's not too stoked about that. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. That, that I get. That I get.
0: That I get. Don't worry. I'm in a relationship with a Giants fan, and Ooh, it's that's very a tough rough. One. Yeah. Oh yeah, and
1: that's like me with a Red Sox or a Mets fan.
0: Yeah, it's it's sometimes it's, you think about it like. This just a sport, I know what's the deal I know, and it's more like tribal city versus city,,
1: but it comes across sometimes yes <laughs>
0: I, I love, like fucking Padres. <laughs> <laughs> agreed, God damn <laughs> the padres <laughs> oh, never again, oh. um, but anyway, I'm glad you're here l a is glad to have you staying here and sticking with us i uh, uh with like.
1: Talk with you, yeah. <laughs> Talk to me, Goose.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hell yes. All right. So, like, with, uh, like, with your industry, with your industry right now, um, what part of town are you working? Like, in, like, are you all over Los Angeles area? Like,
1: I've had an office in Culver City uh, for the past thirteen years, mm-hmm. and I've just ventured out, and I am now kind of all over, do- just doing in-home therapy, and I'm doing virtual. Okay. So, um,
0: were you always doing virtual? Or did, it, did it kick up after the pandemic?
1: Yeah, no, my I I learned as everybody else did gotcha. when the pandemic hit. It was out there prior to that, and I always wondered how do people do that? Yeah, it was, <laughs> and and I wondered about <laughs> the good. effectiveness of it. But I was pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. that it actually does work.
0: It does work.
1: So, um, like, you the, know,
0: the real thing does help. Yeah. Like being in person, there's
1: nothing like being face to face, especially when you're working with children. Because, uh, yes, you know, especially when you're working with children under five, ah, uh, yeah,
0: yes. I've actually had a personal experience with that. Like during the pandemic, I was separated from my newly two year old, okay, at the time. And every morning, we would get up in the morning and we'd do like 15 to 20 minutes via Zoom. Uh-huh. And i go through the ABCs. We'd play games on the computer where I could share my sc- screen. And, like, I had fun backgrounds to keep his attention. Yeah. It was exhausting. It
1: is. It <laughs> is. Yes. Was someone there with him to at least yes. kind of, yes. you know, keep him there? Yes. Yeah. There's- I found that that was my right-hand person, whether it was the parent, the caregiver, a nanny, whoever it was. But, you, you know, you really do need that. That second person there when you're working with kids. I
0: it's, I can't imagine doing that alone. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Me neither.
1: I had puppets. I had uh, you know eight million things to try to keep them. Oh man, <sighs> I just got a and little again.
0: drip of sweat thinking about like being there again with puppets and like.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever works.
0: It's not. It's not easy. It's not easy. Now, quick question. Now you probably get this a lot of time. What is the difference between a speech pathologist and a speech therapist?
1: Uh, the difference is pathologist versus therapist. There is no difference. Hell yes. Yeah. It's Layne, just... you owe
0: me twenty bucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's a lot easier when I when I meet people and they ask, What do you do? I say speech therapist. Because oh. speech pathologist just, you know, it's a lot it's it's a mouthful. Right. Nice.
0: When you're in New York, do you call yourself a pathologist? When you're here in LA, you say I'm a therapist. <laughs> I'm a therapist. <laughs> well that's i honestly i was like oh wait is that the same thing there i literally thought to myself there might be a difference i don't know so i wanted to ask yeah no. before i said something dumb No,
1: nope, no difference okay. No difference all
0: right so um i want i have like so many questions i wanted to go down here because like i said i've gone through uh this like is my is there something wrong with my kid or not route that most parents that have never done it before go through like Luckily, I was a second kid. Like I figured it out. Right, <laughs> like, right. Like I was, I was a, I was a second child, middle child. They're like, he's fine if he doesn't speak, great. But he's so <laughs> yeah, <funny>. right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Encourage him to stay quiet a little longer. All
0: right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what are some speech uh, social milestones between the ages of two and eleven that? You know, you think some
1: parents should know. Okay. Two and 11 is quite a wide range. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it is. So we'll condense it down. I mean, Mm. if we're looking at two-year-olds, you know, they usually say by two, they should be putting two words together. Uh, Usually by one, they should have one word. And then by two, we want to start putting like more cookie or daddy go. Okay. You know, so we're, we're starting to see that we're following directions. We're following simple commands. Go get your shoes, put them on. Um, you know, so <clears throat> our attention spans increasing. We're able to listen to books and, okay. you know, kind of follow along there as we get a little older, three, four, five, we start to see, Oh boy. We start to see a lot more language. Oh, that, come. I, oh yeah. That's yeah.
0: it's, It's a light switch. It is. The
1: light (laughs) switch turns on. We're understanding concepts. Up, down, in, out. We are definitely, uh, you know, just starting to put little stories together Mm -hmm. or be able to retell maybe what I did today or what just happened. Uh Uh-oh, juice spilled. (laughs) Oh uh. goddamn! Juice spills. Oh yeah. Now
0: everything is sticky. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I hate it. go yes go. Oh, Continue. But it happens. <laughs> yes, yes. And so then you know as we as we get into our school age years, then we're really starting to. Now we're working on like verb tenses and we're speaking in the past tense and we're speaking in the irregular mm. past tense and okay because I I have many kids who you know still say uh, you know I throwed the ball I throwed the ball yeah I throwed oh. the ball or I catched it, the ball and oh I always you know, thought that know. was like
0: a cute thing I didn't know that these kids were actually like dumb
1: yeah well <laughs> it is not that <laughs> nobody is dumb okay sorry sorry no, sorry we are just uh, acquiring language at different times and still figuring out the rules of it for some kids it comes innately I mm-hmm. didn't have to learn that you probably didn't have to learn that you Oph, just picked it up
0: I got it beat into me okay I, hey. <laughs> I had my my mother's language uh, uh English was her second language okay so that, that was one of the things that if you meet any Nigerian kid if you meet any foreign kid okay that uh one thing that they had growing up is a parent interrupt a story to correct their grammar and their English oh, and yeah. their tenses mm-hmm. and Woo, that gets the boil, the, ooh, it gets the the gets blood, blood boiling. boiling yeah. For sure, for sure. On
1: the flip side, I could say I wish that some of my families would work more on their past tense verbs with some yes. of the kids. Yes, and um, so, you know, and
0: actually going into more of that point, like I know you have like the good, the bad, and the ugly, but mostly are there more parents trying to get ahead of it that come and seek your help, or do they only reach out to you when it's a problem?
1: Um, I get both. Uh, typically, my younger population, my zero to three, that early intervention population, mm-hmm. those kiddos, um, you know, typically there's there's something that's leading them to speech therapy, whether okay. it is a genetic something or you know maybe a cleft palate or you know they they have some kind of maybe a syndrome, something like that. Okay. Um, but you know there are some parents who are just sort of you know kind of want to. Make sure that we're hitting the milestones and let's just check and see. But a lot of times pediatricians will kind of, you know, by their two year, maybe by especially by their three year, if they're not saying anything or if they seem to be a little bit behind, then they're referred to a speech therapist.
0: Now, is it kids mostly just being stubborn as hell? It's not, okay, it's not. It's not. My, I swear to God, my kid was fucking with me for a long time. Because <laughs> I will hear him in the other room talking. I'm like, oh my god, I'll run in there, and he's like, hmm, mm. I'm like, all right, right, something's up here.
1: Well, you know, I, I, and I, I guess I don't know how to respond to that one well, per like, se. <laughs> well, but
0: like, <clears throat> I know that there's some parents out there that like, oh, my kid's not speaking. Something's wrong. But it could just necessarily be like this kid doesn't feel like talking and coach like teaching him how to use his words instead of his emotions or his feelings.
1: I was just going to say, like when you said emotions, it can be an emotional thing. It could be maybe, uh uh-oh, dad's here. (laughs) I don't want to say anything. I don't want to say the wrong thing or, you know. I have that effect on kids. Okay. Hey, there you go. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe from the lessons you were taught as a child.
0: Yeah. Brutal Nigerian parenting. That's Iron fist and I'm passing it on to my son now.
1: No, but I definitely see that in my sessions too. Or what I will see is, you know, we have a great session and, you know, then I bring the parents in at the end of the session. It's like, oh, let's show mom and dad or, you know, whoever, you know, let's, let's, what is this? What is that? Shut down.
0: You know, they just
1: shut down. It's like, no, they were saying it, you know, they will. It's just, you know, kids don't need to be, they, they they get put on the spot. Yes. You know? Oh and, my god. And life is not a quiz. Yes. For these kids. And that sometimes kids get asked a lot of questions. You know, you, what I color is this? What shape is this? What is this? What is this? And it's just too much. I They're, don't think
0: anyone thinks of that. Yeah. Yeah. I I know that right now. I've it's happened to me, and I have done it. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, don't be embarrassed. You're a kid. You don't have any shame. <laughs>
1: <I> <laughs> you know. run around the house
0: naked. <laughs> <Right>? Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Right. You have no pants on. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I totally get that, and that's actually very enlightening. I, I, I've, you've unlocked a lot of memories in my head. I've told the story on the pod before how, you know, I loved to dance when I was a kid. I loved like me and my brother would put all these things together. And then you know I'd go to my mom would pick us up for school, take us to her office, uh-huh. and she's like, "Oh yeah, your kids are here." Like, yes, yes. Oh, oh, oh Renze, Obi, come here. Do the Michael Jackson dance. Do the Michael Jackson dance. We're oh. like, no, everybody start clapping, start clapping. Make some music. Make some music. Do the. And we're like, right. what the hell? And I was
1: like, mom, that's <laughs> embarrassing. I don't want to.
0: <laughs> like, uh, reluctantly doing it. So like, I can yeah. imagine like performing this new shape or this new color that you learn right. being super stressful. It can be stressful
1: and especially, you know, some of my kiddos have difficulty actually enunciating or getting those sounds out. So it has that they have to think really hard and they have to work really hard to do it. And so now you're putting pressure on it and Mm. then, you know, it just compounds it. Okay. So, um, you know, the best thing for parents sometimes is just to model that speech. Just be like, oh, look, that's the blue one. That's the purple one. That's the yellow one. And you want to model that and you want to give the kids the vocabulary but you don't have to quiz them on it all the time. They're oh. absorbing it. These kids are sponges, especially at these early ages, you that know? They're taking it sense. all in.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. When I heard modeling that type of stuff, I think I used it the wrong way, you know? I was going to be like, "Oh, look at the hippopotamus." So I'm like, "Oh, the hippopotamus. <laughs> oh, good job." You know, like so and <laughs> but that's but, fun too. Yeah, I the thing like I really want to hold on to this part in his life because he says so many words funny. I know. And it's I know. fucking adorable. I know. <laughs> it is
1: really cute. I, I know.
0: But am I doing something, like, if I don't correct him on a word he says wrong, is that, like, do I let him learn on his own? Or do I just be like, oh, no, this is actually called a giraffe, not a garafe? Uh,
1: you know, I mean... Uh, You've been blessed with a neurotypical child, you know yeah. what I mean? So he's going to figure it out, okay. you know, he's not going to go into sixth grade with hip hop Yeah, you know? He'll he'll figure it out and he'll get there. And there are some, you know, I mean, I've heard kids say the cutest things, even in my sessions. And I'm like, Oh, it sounds so cute, but we have to work on that TH, you yeah, know?
0: <laughs> I get it. Um, I, I said, dia- uh, I used to say like diabetes. <laughs> until i was like in the fifth grade
1: for diabetes yeah oh
0: but that's because my mom said it that way and she has a thick Ebo accent oh,
1: okay and
0: so i okay. thought that was the right way to i'm like oh yeah i don't want to get diabetes and like
1: i was gonna say like, was that a big topic in your house yeah
0: like you each if you if i had a oh. if i had a tootsie roll before bed they're cutting off my foot like gotcha i'm telling you the nigerian parenting is
1: <laughs> swift <laughs> Got <laughs> it's a, it.
0: Is unrelenting um okay so one of the things we talked about it earlier, uh, about like being in person, not in person, like uh with a lot of technology rushing in, like the huge boom in tech. Yeah, are, are there some things that you're like, oh my god, I wish I had this ten years ago, and there's some things you think that might, you're like, uh, maybe we don't need that just yet. Uh,
1: like, one wise. of the one of the best things is being able to just like pull up a picture of something at the, you know what I mean? Like you're talking about something I've got, you know, some of my kids have real special interests. Some of them are very into, for example, I have one kiddo who's very into every type of whale. (laughs) And so sometimes, you know, whether I've, then I learned all these whales and (laughs) and so then it's like, Oh, this, that's that whales, you know, you can pull these up, you know, you do have anything you need at your fingertips, which is great. Um, But I also do see sometimes, you know, I see sometimes these uh, devices being, um, you know, not used interactively. And then Uh, I see, you know, sometimes kids off on their own on a device or something like that. And, you know, I I like to see families working with the kids on the devices.
0: Yeah, it's, you know, I was one of those people that you know came in real headstrong like i'm not gonna stick my kid in front of an ipad that's ridiculous like he had an ipad at 18 months yeah <laughs> i know i, <laughs> I was like know. yeah and uh, <laughs>
1: it's kind of and it's here and it's not going anywhere no you know so it is something that we need to learn to navigate mm-hmm. you know but um Th- that would be my biggest thing for, for parents with their iPad usage. And I understand that, you know, sometimes we just need a timeout. Yeah.
0: You know, it's a different world that these kids are growing up in it is. and it's moving a lot faster. Yeah. I, remem- I remember being in an airport with like a, st- my, I, my son was walking, but he definitely was like still like stutter stumbling. He was very, very young. And I remember him walking up to like those airport kiosks and just like swiping at it. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell is, Oh, you know, Oh, my
1: God. I know. I saw a little kid at a wedding. And this this gentleman had a phone in his hand. And he this little little toddler, little tyke comes mm-hmm. up. And he holds his hand up to give a high five. She walked right over to the phone. She could not have even cared. I don't even think she knew there was a human there. That, <laughs> she saw this glowing at her height because he was sitting down. So, it's an amazing
0: um, thing to see at such a young age. I know.
1: I know. It's... It, um, you know, it's but it is there. It's out there. This technology is there.
0: So, I what are what are some advice that you would give to parents who I wouldn't say that are seeing signs of, but but like you know they get worried. Like I was in a I was in a situation where there are people around in my circle who didn't think my son was developing fast enough. Okay, and so like, what do you? What's the best like? What advice would you give to parents, couples? People who are co-parenting, doesn't matter that Hike need to get their child assessed at two years old or at two and a half. And right. Like, what's the best way for them to navigate it?
1: The best way to navigate, I think, well, first of all, I mean, there's gut instinct mm. as a parent.
0: I thought there was like, oh, G-U-T, what does that stand for? Yeah, <laughs> no, just <laughs> what government gut instinct are? as a parent. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, but I do, I mean, so... Uh, are we saying that you kind of, are, are we saying that you think the parent has an inkling or are you saying everybody else is telling the parent that they need to do something?
0: So that's the rub right yeah, there. Yeah, I know, guess Sometimes so. you don't know where the information's coming from.
1: Right, right. Okay, well, the great thing is that there are, you can look up, Early milestones online, mm-hmm. you know, so you can go under speech and language, you can go to, uh, you know, there's physical therapy, there's occupational therapy. If you think your child isn't moving right, but we're talking about speech here today. So I'm going to keep it on the speech and language. Yeah, it's
0: it's <laughs> you just know. Dr. Google has led s- so many parents astray. Uh,
1: it's very it, true. But go to those milestones. Okay. Go to the milestones. They have them very well laid out for, you know, zero to six months, six to 12 months, 12 to 12 months to two years, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and kind of take a look and, and assess and see, you know, all right, maybe he's not, ah, is he, is he, you know, following these directions? Is he babbling? Is he, because babbling is the first part of, Learning to did speak did it, did it, and all those early sounds, that's us learning to use our articulators, which oh, is that's... a fancy term for our tongue and our lips and our jaw, but those are all the things we need to talk. Oh. There's a lot that needs to happen all at once for us to say these beautiful words.
0: That's very true.
1: Yes. Um, you know, you can also assess, you know, some, some, some kids are brought up with a pacifier in their mouth a lot of the time. Yes. And if we have a pacifier in our mouth a lot of the time, then we're not using our tongue and we're not talking and we're not developing those muscles.
0: Oh my God.
1: Yeah. So there are things like that to <laughs> think about, you know, just things to think about. I know it's a comfort, but.
0: How was I, how have I, mm. how have I never heard of this before?
1: Oh. Oh. Oh, Is
0: this like common knowledge? Am I one of those people that just didn't know this?
1: It, it, it's only, a, it, it is in my field, but uh, no. Yeah, because like like parents peop- like, give them a binky.
0: Yeah, that's, that's yeah. something like everyone's giving you pacifiers. Like I had a pacifier for every day. I had one with a, a spinner on the front of it. Like
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know. And now they have ones that have like an animal on it that pulls it down, which even just pulls down. So kids have weak muscle tone then. Whoa. Just think about it. Like if you're, if you have this pacifier in your mouth and you're watching TV, I I know this is, um, so you're, I know this is a podcast, so you can't see, (laughs) but you can in front of me, but (laughs) you can see that you're just.
0: Uh, uh,
1: Exactly, and And your Uh. muscles aren't getting used
0: it's like a podcast
1: (laughs) 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 however i think our audience is going to figure out what we mean yes 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 it's good stuff Um, but it you know your muscle tone is 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 low then Mm. um, or it can be and so and you know on top of that if you do go to speak then you've got something in your mouth that's, you know, and so that's just, you know, again, for pacifier kiddos, but, you know, you look over those milestones, you try to see, okay, maybe you talk to your pediatrician, some pediatricians are better than others, some still mm-hmm. seem to have a wait and see approach. Um,
0: that is another one. It's yeah. Like finding the right uh, pediatrician, the right approach. A lot of, I don't want, I don't like using the words old, old school, but. That's really what it is. There's a lot of doctors out there that are just like, you know, if... Oh, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. They're they'll like smoking in the delivery room. I'm like, ah, <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> right.
1: There's something else to consider. This is just one thing. If it is a second child or a third child, sometimes we have an older brother or sister doing all the talking for us. Yes. And so we're not mm. given that opportunity to talk as much. Mm. That's always a question that I ask when parents come in. I say, is there an older sibling? and you know, nine times out of 10, if there is, they say, oh, yeah, he always does a talking for him or, oh. you know, and, uh, you know, so, so if you are thinking that, and then if you really want to take a next step, if your child is zero to three, you can contact your local regional center, at least in California, All right? Um, and, you know, you can bring them in to get assessed and it's uh, at no cost. Okay. Yep. So Shit. that's something to think about, but if... I- <laughs>
0: I didn't even think about a lot of this stuff. People like, don't know it. But I, I mean, I. Sh- it's crazy that no one ever told me about a pacifier. That one's <laughs> still blowing my mind. I know. And I, like,
1: I, I, it, it's, it's a speech. When I see kids with a pacifier, it's just kind of that. It just gets me.
0: I, w- I was always told, like, oh, they need a pacifier so their mouth can do something. And, like, you know, if they start teething and I'm like.
1: Right. And don't get me wrong. When kids are very little, it's called your suck-swallow reflex. You know, you give a bottle, And, you know, it's kind of, and so, you know, they, they kind of need that sucking a little bit and they need to work that tongue and they need to work those muscles. So it, you know, it can be very good, but prolonged usage Mm -hmm. and, you know, it, when, when it's in the mouth all the time.
0: That's the problem. You can see. Yes. Yeah. That's uh that's one of the issues. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Yeah. Now, I mean, you don't have to answer this uh, question if you don't want to. Has there ever been a situation where you're working with a child and you're like, "Fuck this kid"? <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, no. Like, we all this-
1: have our good days and bad okay. days, especially <laughs> around a full moon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're human.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, there I, are, but you have to realize that communication is so powerful mm-hmm. that these kids are not acting out. Because they want to, they're Mm. acting out because they're frustrated because they want to say something or because they want to, you know, communicate better. They want to say that word or they want to be able to, to do this. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, a lot of their frustration is for a reason. It's not because they're just being bad.
0: Yeah. But I'm like in the process right now of teaching my child on how to take a breath Mm -hmm. And like just think about what he's doing before he starts because I noticed that you know, I had to tell one of my son's teachers this when he got in trouble. Mm -hmm. She's like I don't know what he's trying to tell me like he's not saying anything and like you know he'll just repeat himself and I'll be like oh yes. And to me you know as a parent I try to keep myself cool because I think that teachers get a bad rap. Right. But, you know, fuck this teacher, honestly. <laughs> yeah, right. Did you get te- down on his level? Yeah. Did you talk to him? Yeah. Did you, you know, like I, I feel so bad for teachers that have parents trying to tell them how to do their jobs. But, you know, I was like, listen, uh, when he gets frustrated and gets overwhelmed, he literally can't find the words. Yeah. You know, give him a second. If you're like, what are you trying to say? He's going to he's going to freak out. He's going to start screaming like he. Right. He's not even mad at what he's happy. He won't even remember why he's upset. He's just mad that he can't get the words out right, right. now. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that happens when right. he gets really And like, it's funny with the emotions, because it'll happen when he gets really excited too. Yeah. Like like, um, I have this giant train set in my living room right now. And when he saw it for the first time, he started like a fit of laughter because he couldn't tell me how excited. He's like, what? It's a like, oh, right.
1: The yeah. sensory
0: overload. He exactly. Out.
1: Exactly. Okay. And we do that too. Imagine you walked outside and you had a brand new car sitting in the driveway. You'd oh. be like, oh, Oh so my many God, things. what what uh, uh, you'd probably be at a loss for words oh uh-huh. ah. <laughs> heart
0: attack, fart attack you don't know what would happen to me. I am not in the right health to see a new car in my driveway yeah right. <laughs> the loss of words least but, of my problems
1: <laughs> you know emotions can definitely and in a child's world anger and excitement are two of their biggest emotions mm. you know and so those are big times where, they need to have a little bit of bringing them down. Yes. <laughs> you know, I love that you're having him take a breath. Yeah. It's yep. rough. I know. Sometimes I know. I'm, it's hard.
0: Nigerian way might be easier. Just like get it, slap them <laughs> right out of the shoes. You'll learn. <laughs> <It's> like, whap.
1: <laughs> I, I, I grew up a little with that old school as well, but yeah. you just can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Man, it doesn't.
0: It's not really successful. No. If you beat your kids, you're just turning them into better liars. <laughs> straight fact straight hey, fact
1: i like that that's
0: it's that's all you're doing is you're creating a super villain that's what you're doing
1: yeah, right
0: no origin story starts out like that that's how you get your lex luthers but anyway <laughs> um what like we were talking about like things to do um with your kids when they're getting inside and they have a loss of words so what are some of the most common mistakes you see that the parents like i'm sure that you've had a kid walk in and being like "Ooh, mom and dad you fucked up but you can't say that <laughs> you gotta <laughs> navigate through that. So what are some of the most common mistakes you see that parents do make when it comes to like issues of development
1: okay. with their children? Okay. Well, maybe not working on taking that pacifier away. Ah. You know, yes. it could be things like that. It could be, well, he really wanted a cookie. So now we have a cookie before our session, which is just gonna increase our sugar rush. Uh, um you know <laughs> He really wanted a cookie. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> Um, you know, so that can happen. Those are, that's for me in my session, yeah. but you know, there's that follow through it, it, it does. And especially if your child is having, um, you know, difficulty with their speech and language or developing it, it is going to take extra time and you do have to put that time and effort into it. Mm. Um, I have something I can show you. Ooh. It's something that I show all of my families when I first start with them. Okay. We see this. It's nothing fancy. It's nothing more than a big bowl of white M&Ms with one blue M&M in the middle. Oh. Okay. That one blue M&M is the one hour the kid is with me. The child is with me.
0: Okay. So that blue one is just the one hour. It's the
1: one hour they're in speech therapy. Okay. The white M&Ms are every other hour of the day that you are with your child. Um. So it is the parent's job to really kind of, you know, Listen to, if your child is going to speech, listen to what the speech therapist is telling you to do. And really, you know, take that time. Okay, bath time's going to take a little longer because we are going to, we're going to take these animals and we're going to have them go up, 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 and down. Uh. And then we're going to do that five more times with each one of these. I say bathtub because I I like, um, I feel like a lot of speech therapy is done well when kids are kind of, I, I don't like to say containered, but, you know, no, in a high chair. Caged. You know? Say it. In a bathtub. <laughs> somewhere where they are in that spot. They and can't in, escape. Quote, unquote, yes, can't escape. <laughs> they are enjoying themselves. Yes. Bath time should be fun.
0: Bath time is always terrible until they're in there. Then they're having a the time of their life. Right.
1: Exactly. Yes, exactly. I get it. Exactly. And depending on the child, you know, maybe bath time's not the most opportune time, but, you know, feeding time or something. That's when you get the puppet out, and now you're going to feed the puppet as well. Mm. Oh, puppet you want more oh and now you want more you know and so we have to model that a lot yes and that's kind of what i see is not a lot of carryover sometimes
0: got you yes i i tried i tried uh this thing where i'd put foam letters all around the bathtub during bath time so we go through our abcs Uh and you know I guess I just needed to mature a little bit because that just turned into us going through the ABCs twice, and then me sending a friend like you know Seth sucks with the letters <laughs> with drawn, the letters yeah, written, out. written out, and the kid <laughs> sitting there in a the bathtub. I'm like, I guess my son hates you. Like, well. Mm-hmm.
1: But also, you know, here's the thing is we focus a lot on expressive language, Mm -hmm. which is what your child is saying. But there's also that receptive language, which is what your child hears and understands. So now you've got that alphabet up and you tell him, show me letter C. Uh, Show me letter Z. You know, so now he's interacting and, you know, now we're working on his understanding. Yes. Or you can say, hey, give daddy D. <laughs> Give me the D <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> oh my gosh I shouldn't have said that uh. I don't know uh. Hey <laughs> Give daddy the D <laughs> Just cause you're dad Oh
0: no It's so much better <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> oh sorry. that was good I told uh, you funny. I'm not very mature uh, that's You're... right. <laughs> welcome welcome to the Papado Preaches
1: yeah, I... <laughs> oh, now boy. why are
0: all these M&M's white I, you
1: know I don't know because because I don't know why because actually you, you couldn't you use can, an
0: actual color like you can, brown you
1: can tell that's a Google image yeah, and I, can. I looked for a bowl of m ms and all the same color and that's what I got so. no
0: I, I like this analogy because it kind of like, if you were to just tell me that, I'll be like, okay. But actually seeing it makes more sense. Yeah. Of like, okay, this is the time they're with me is this one. All these other times. that yeah. They're in the world that he needs to, or he or she needs to be learning something and pulling information in. Right. I definitely get that. I definitely get that. Yeah. Um. So, before we take a break, before we take a break, I have one more question for you. Yeah. Have any of your former uh, kids that you weren't able to help uh, turn into mumble rappers? <laughs> No, I'm just hey, messing. I'm just messy. Hey, I've only
1: been in this mm-hmm. field 20 years, so mm-hmm. none of them are that yeah. old. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Have you, if you ever heard, like, one of those, these rappers talk, and you'd be like, oof, that motherfucker could use some speech therapy. Oh, my
1: goodness. I hear it. Uh, oh, when I hear someone on the news who's got a little lisp or something, oh, it's just a thorn in my side. Um, I have to turn the channel.
0: So, like, these things can be fixed, right? Like, people, because I knew a friend that uh, that Blaine knows, uh, a buddy of mine who, he has, hilarious stories of him growing up with a lisp and uh-huh. then he's like yeah the first time i was able to say bernice instead of bernice yeah he's like they went crazy and like he i can't even picture him with a lisp right but
1: yeah and, and there are some adults who still do have that lisp you know i mean but uh yeah it's it's muscle mm-hmm. it's it's placement of tongue and then also the longer it goes it's habitual and so changing that habit to make it you know oh shit yeah it becomes habitual. So the longer you have your child lisp, then it's <laughs> the harder it's going to be to change it. As with sure. anything.
0: Yeah, you that's know? true. I only say jacuzzi now. I don't say jacuzzi. <laughs> I can't change it. I can't. It's just not. But um, I hope we get you to stick around. We're going to take a quick break. Yeah. And you guys don't leave. We'll be back with more Papa Don't Preach.
1: And we're back.
0: We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. Uh, we are back with Amy Wilhelm.
1: Ah! I never could do it right. I can never do ah! it. Ah! 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 Just picture that guy falling off in um uh Temple of Doom. Yes. Right? Yes, I think it's was well. It that, Raiders? I mean it was there
0: was Raiders of the Lost. No, there was no wait, no, it was Raiders. Was it Raiders? We fell off the cliff. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. And then there's the the, the guy, uh, I think when Boba Fett. Not Boba Fett. Yes, when Boba Fett falls into the, the sand pit... There's another one. Mm-hmm. All right, we're nerding out. We're nerding out. <laughs> okay. Hang on, hang on. Stay on task.
1: Yes, get off this Wilhelm screamer. It's right. also a beer, by the way.
0: There's a Wilhelm it's beer? an
1: October pumpkin beer. What? My, yeah, I have a t-shirt Is for it right. any good? No, okay. it's not. <laughs> and I've only found it on the East Coast. So I got to thank New York for that. I don't know if I've seen it out here.
0: Man, New York's taking a lot of L's today. Hey-o. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, anyway, we're back with Amy, our speech therapist slash pathologist, both the same meaning. Yes Got it mm-hmm. Um, And we have a I think we're going to be doing a test later But I have a, a couple things Like we can't just leave our people here empty handed Um, What are some things that some parents can be doing right now To help their kids speech development Like what are some things that they can be doing to uh, You know just Yeah Teach them how to use words Get words, more words. Yeah. Get the words out Yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely <laughs> Yeah, there's tons. Uh, first of all, play. play. Play with your kids. Play with toys. It's
0: exhausting. It is exhausting. <laughs> I
1: understand. I know. Uh, sing songs. Okay. Singing songs. You know, Wheels on the Bus, Twinkle Twinkle, you know, all of those those songs. But what you end up doing is then you stop and let them fill in the blank.
0: Uh, you know, so you,
1: the, you, you get these songs into their head. Uh, songs are a great thing. It's very little little interesting fact for everybody. Language is on the left side of your brain, your language learning center. Okay. Music and creativity is on the right. So when we add rhythm and music to language, then both sides of our brain are working together. Mm. Which is why we know those lyrics from those 80s songs, you know, and they just come back to us. So... Right. Um, So, you know, singing songs with your kids and allowing them to fill in the blank here and there, reading, 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 reading is huge for your kids to read stories, look at pictures and you don't always have to read the story as it is, you know, just talk about what's going on. That
0: was my problem. I went too hard. Yeah. It was a big production. Okay. It became exhausting. Yeah. Yeah, he wants a story and I'm like I'm using the lights I'm I'm having figurines. Oh, and- see
1: that's super fun.
0: Yeah, just it sometimes the end of the day, it's rough. I know, I get it. You set yourself up for
1: that one. Yeah, that's my bad. That's my bad. But you know what? He loves it. Yes, he does. I
0: mean, he likes Blaine a lot more.
1: Uh, well, yeah, I heard Blaine made top three. Yes, yeah. <laughs> favorite people that is. Yes,
0: my son has a top, uh, a top, a top ten favorite list. I am not on the list, which is wild. He only knows like eight people. <laughs> Uh, uh
1: but a big thing too, you know, one good thing is offering choices to your child. Do sure. you want to wear the blue shirt or the yellow shirt? Mm-hmm. Now we're offering them, you know, you're giving them a choice which is giving them quote unquote, quote unquote power, Thanks. you know, and you're allowing them to now yellow or red or you know, so giving them choices or Maybe giving, well, this doesn't always work, but, Uh you know, Uh I was going to say, you know, if they want a snack or something, you know, maybe offer something unpreferred to have them maybe say, no, I want goldfish or something like that. Um, But offering choices is always great. Labeling, just talking about things in the environment. When you're at the grocery store, make that a language learning opportunity. You know, oh, look at all the carrots. They're so orange. Look at all those pumpkins. You know, talking about that. Wow, that one's really big. Look how small that one is. Yes. You know, so you're ingraining, you know, embedding these little concepts into into their minds unbeknownst to them. That's when you're in the car, great idea. talk while you're in the car, you know, I mean, I know it's super easy to give a, a child a device in the car. I, I, I don't have children myself, but I've done a lot of caretaking and babysitting in the past. Mm-hmm. I always ha- brought books and the kids always read books in the backseat if we took them somewhere. Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. gotcha. Um,
1: so, you know, you're making these outside or out of the house activities, you know, just learning time. And, mm. You know, you're high, they don't know that they're learning. You know, they don't know that this is a lesson, but you do, you know, and you're sort of talking about, um, you know, even when you're doing sorting laundry, this is mommy's shirt, fold daddy's shirt fold, you know, something like that. Now we're showing hmm. possession. We're teaching them a little bit about that. And then you can hold up, wait a minute, whose shirt is this? Uh, you know? So
0: like getting this, getting your kid like just involved in your life. Yeah. That seems like such an easy thing to do, but I can see how it, it'd it be hard for parents to navigate, especially if you're in a two-parent household or you're a single parent. Right. I can see that that being a problem. Oh.
1: Well, you can also hang pictures around the house You know, you can always sort of. I mean, sometimes I encourage parents to rip the pages out of the books and just hang them up. Oh. You know, this is destroying property. Yes, you know, um, (laughs) we're not burning them. Oh Uh, snap!
0: (laughs) Eat it! Eat it! Nice, nice Uh, swipe. Yes, uh, you were saying. (laughs) um,
1: But a fun thing that you can do, and this is really fun, is. Maybe throw the lights down and get a flashlight and put a flashlight on us on a certain picture mm. that's hanging on the wall. Like, what's this one? What's that one? Okay, your turn.
0: Those we're are working that's on, fun.
1: Yeah, that is fun. And we're working on turn taking then. Mommy's turn, my turn to do this, mm. your turn. So, you know, that's a kind of a foundation of a social skill there is just trying to sort of work on that turn taking a little bit. Um, you know, you can have your kids help clean up. Okay, go put your spoon in the sink uh, you know that's following commands it's working on that receptive language it's yep. not all about expressive yes um, you know it's what they understand as well and it's you know kind of as they get older, then they're expected to understand multi-step commands. So
0: multi-step commands. What are, like what are, what do you mean? That
1: would be like go get your shirt, bring it downstairs, and put it in the laundry. Oh. You know what I mean? Yes. Like now we have to do three separate things there. Sometimes we go get our shirt and then we find something else fun upstairs and we forget uh, to, to, ADHD. to perform. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and a lot of my clients uh, you know, need a little more assistance with that. Yes. You know. Another thing is just talking about the day out loud. Oh, it's going to be, it's Tuesday. What do we do on Tuesdays? We go to school. Mm. Then, You know, so we, you also want to kind of help with that first, then uh, last, yes. you know, that sequence, sequential yes. language, yes. you know, okay, first we're going to drive you to school and then I'm going to go to work and then I'm going to pick you up. We're going to come home and have dinner, you mm-hmm. know, so yeah. you're starting to narrate a little bit of storytelling. Got it. So it's a lot of parent modeling.
0: Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this sounds like a lot of work.
1: Yeah, but you can do, (laughs) you know, another thing you could do is just hide and seek, like take the Mr. Potato Head pieces and go hide them around the room. And so now they have to go look for them. And, you know, one of my favorite things, folks, is plastic eggs.
0: Plastic Oh, I my, know, my kid only... used to love, I had, oh, yes. That's, yeah. He loved his plastic eggs. Right? What is with kids and they these eggs? They love
1: them. I don't get it. They I, love them. I, but...
0: Is there any reason behind that that you can think of? Like, I don't
1: know. Plastic eggs and bubbles are two things that I can't work without. We
0: had a literal dozen of eggs, and like you open each one, and it had a different like shape inside, and mm-hmm. like there was an X or a circle or a half moon, and he'd get them together, and you know if one egg was missing, oh, burn down the house oh, to yeah. find it,
1: right. But I'm just talking like the Easter eggs that are empty.
0: Yeah, that, that's and how they started. You, okay. Then we got the... Oh, yeah. You're so like, everybody's oh, like, he's no, obsessed like with eggs. And so they <laughs> right. got him a dozen. Like I'm like, I, where'd you find this? Like, <laughs> yeah, right? Where'd you find a carton of play eggs? <laughs> but that's how it started was like these Easter eggs that he loved. I don't know what that... That's so weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but you, you know, you can put little things in, like you can put the potato head pieces inside those eggs, Mm. or like I said, just hide them around the room. And again, now we're working on concepts. Did you look under that pillow, you know? So Mm. mom and dad can be sitting back a little bit while the kid's off searching for and, you know, finding certain things or, you know, you got to find all 10 or whatever it might be. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of a fun way to work on some things. Uh, cooking, helping mm-hmm. your kid with, you know, I, I there's so much that goes into it. There's, you know, there's turn taking, there's, uh, there's, you know, the, gathering the ingredients. Uh, yes, there's, you there's you know, a
0: lot of touching, what, uh, feeling around yeah, and the discussing the colors. Yes.
1: Exactly. Pour, there's a lot of actions in there, mm-hmm. stir, mix. Um, so getting your kid involved in the kitchen if that's you know I mean I, I get it you know in a in our fast-paced world we're you know there isn't always that time oh yeah and especially after work we're exhausted and we just want to you know quickly you know whatever it is boil the pasta and add the sauce and we're done
0: well yeah I mean I, I remember making a pizza with my son and like with the dough and he had fun putting everything on of course and then like tonight it's like you know We cut up a pineapple, got a Red Baron, so he could just put those on top of the pizza because I ain't got the time. (laughs)
1: Exactly, exactly. And, you know, that could be like your Friday night thing or Mm -hmm. your Saturday night thing or something like that. Or just, you know, making cookies one day or baking or something, Mm. Um, you know, but cooking, I mean, it's just kind of getting back to your roots. I do think in this age of technology, you know, we've kind of gone a little bit astray of, you know, kind of some old school things that we just sort of grew up with. Getting bored. I mean, we grew up, I did, at least in a playpen,
0: Uh. you know, with just a
1: few (laughs) toys and you just made do.
0: What are some good toys that these kids can have that are uh, really helpful?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm back to the classics. Again, Mr. Potato Head, the Mm. Fisher-Price Animal Farms, things like that. But, uh, I mean, we were discussing in the break. Also, you know, there's so many toys out with buttons now. And every toy, you know, for a two-year-old, a two-year-old doesn't really need to know every single color yet. Yes. Because if they know blue and yellow, but they don't know eat, want, cookie, Apple, whatever kind of food they want. You know, we call I call those power words. You know, we have to work on power words oh, and knowing power
0: words. Eat. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I but like that. that's going to get your. That's going to reduce frustration because if your child can say eat to you, I know. Then you know. So oh, just you're hungry. Screaming
0: at my face.
1: Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And, but if he came up and said blue. Then that's not really going to do anything. Blue. But if I keep pressing this button and it says blue, then I'm going to know blue. <laughs> you know. So I mean, you know, the toys are educational, and I and I'm and I'm about that. But also, you know, at a certain age, again,
0: they got the I think they got the ages wrong on some of those toys. I, yeah, I would get one, and it's like oh, from two to three. And I'm like, it's like from two and up. And I'm like, okay. And my kid is just like. So this is an ice cream truck that sings songs and you could put ice creams down on the side and pick the colors of the ice cream that you want and then a little digital screen for the eyes come on. I'm like, "Oh boy." Yeah, it was a lot.
1: Yeah. And it came
0: with two little buddies that you can put next to it and they would talk to each other and sing songs to each other. Really? Yeah, I mean it was more I was playing with it. <laughs> yeah, right. You're
1: like, "This is a cool toy." <laughs> I'm like, "I'm playing with it." So he, and he's
0: just like he loved the he loved the show, but I don't know how a 2-year-old would even know how to function that thing. Yeah. Hey
1: yeah. I mean it's, blocks. Now they have magnetiles which are pretty cool. Oh, we got we got
0: we got yeah. we got we got stacks and stacks okay. of magnetiles. Magnetiles
1: are expensive though, you oh, know. Yeah. See, they they kinda are. But. I'm gonna
0: hit you, I'm gonna hit all the listeners up with a little hack. Oh. They keep making magnetiles and people keep getting rid of magnetiles. So if you just go on offer up or something, you'll find a guy for 30 bucks that's selling a box of magnetiles. Smart. Like they might Smart. be a little beat up, but you'll get some good ones. Yeah, that's
1: fine. They'll yeah. be good enough.
0: Yeah, like yeah. that's that's the way to do it.
1: Those types of toys, you know, they just help with imagination, they help with creativity, they mm. help with boredom. And, you know, if you've got blocks that have letters on them you know old school blocks our blocks had letters on them and pictures and numbers now we're working on pre-literacy skills and identifying our our letters yeah. some of them had numbers on them mm-hmm. you know so then you could use those um you could say give me the c block <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> uh, look at that ah. we knew it was coming <laughs> it's Uh, okay
0: it's okay right
1: but again (laughs) she said c (laughs) oh god Jeez, what is a good letter around Um, here the letter p is good i I, I, you know what (laughs) that is what came to my mind after g and i was like i can't say p (laughs) give me w okay there we go go. there we go
0: w (laughs) that never hurt anybody oh goodness (laughs) yeah yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, um, all right. Yeah.
1: But, uh. you know, and even, um, you know, again, when it comes to reading or something like that, also talk about, as your child's a little bit older, how old's your son? I never he's even... He's five. So he's five. He's five. So what you can start doing also, and this could also kind of start to help with some social skills, mm-hmm. you know, let's say I, I'm just going to go Berenstain Bears or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, and Brother Bear teases sister bear how do you think sister bear feels so now we're going to start asking them about others uh you know how they're feeling we're going to build some empathy here and we're going to start to help them recognize you know oh brother did something mean Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and then you, you could hey that could spark has anybody ever done something mean to you present company excluded
0: yeah, he's like, yeah, you pushed me down the stairs <laughs> yesterday and called me a dummy. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> little snitch. <laughs> no, okay, yeah. like yeah. uh, That's actually, there's a lot of things that you would think are basic, but when you're, like, in the thick of it, your, own, your main concern is keeping that kid alive, and, like, you're not thinking of how long you're talking to him, how much have you played with him today or her today, like, have have you asked this 4 year old what they think about uh the the sun and like i like singing to them and you know luckily luckily um there are tools out there to help uh parents who can't like afford a therapist or have the time to get to a pathologist like um how would you for people that don't have the resources are there ways that they can navigate to getting the proper help and finding out if there's an actual issue.
1: Yeah. Well, again, as I mentioned, zero to three under the IDEA Act that was set up. Mm. Gosh, I, I should know the year. I think mm. it was ninety-six.
0: Let's make it up. Okay. Yeah. We'll make
1: up uh, the idea. IDEA Act. Act I D E A.
0: Ninety-six.
1: I want to say ninety-six. Um, but it was put into law that all children from zero to three mm. are covered by the federal government. So it's out there for under zero to three.
0: Nineteen
1: seventy.
0: Mm. Ninety seven. Ninety
1: seven. Okay. Ninety
0: seven. You were close. Yes.
1: All right. Okay. Nineteen ninety seven. Okay.
0: Okay. So and so then it came out. In, so it was nineteen seventy five law, and then they amended it to. Okay. Uh to mandate that schools report progress report children with disability.
1: Uh, well that's not what That's,
0: that's not it. it.
1: That's not what exactly. I think the
0: idea I think that's I think they're mixing two things there. But yes.
1: Anyways, <laughs> children from 0 to 3 are their covered. services are covered via the federal government. Okay. And so there are regional centers out there. You just have to find their their, you know, uh, we're in Los Angeles. Yes. There's a West Side Regional Center. There's a North LA regional center. There's a South Central Regional Center. Lanterman. There's a Harbor Regional Center. So based on, you know, kind of your area, there's a regional center for you there. So holy shit. Yeah. I know. They don't tell parents that. No, they don't. They don't. Pediatricians, some pediatricians don't even know this.
0: They didn't they don't tell anybody anything. And it's kind of wild.
1: Yeah, I know. And I work with a lot of regional center kids and those kids come for therapy and the families don't pay me. The regional center pays me. That's fucking so, crazy. Yeah. And then after three years old, the school district takes over. And so you can get assessed through your school district then.
0: Yes. I actually just found this out and one another things of like them not telling me of getting my kid an aid. I'm like, yo, what's the update? And they're like, Oh yeah, she's been here working with your son for a week. And I'm like,
1: Oh, yeah, you'll find that.
0: Yeah, and it was funny because, like, my kid kept on mentioning this new name, and I'm like, who is this? this a new teacher? He's like, yeah, it's a new teacher. And I'm like, okay, they got a new teacher. Right. But it right. wasn't. It was, like, his personal aide that ah, was working with him. okay. And I just had no idea. Yeah,
1: I know. That happens, too, <laughs> it's- where it's just –
0: yeah. yeah. Whatever. We could digress. Public, public we could digress on that one. Public school. Yeah.
1: Exactly. But you know what? She's there to help your sons. So yes. That's so, yes.
0: Good. I'm happy. Yes. So I am. I am happy.
1: Yes. All right. Um, there's yeah. also one other thing. I mean, and this is just a silly little thing that I learned in a conference one time. But you know, for families who also may not be able to get all these toys, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that she said is like the tops to a shaving cream. You can save those, and then kids can stack those. Like, you can, you know... I mean, lots of kids... I grew up playing with Tupperware bowls and wooden spoons. Yeah. You know, it's kind of bringing back... You don't need toys. You just need to help encourage that imagination.
0: Kids always, like... My kid was showered with toys. He had yeah. a mountain of toys, but he only really played with two things. Mm-hmm. You know, he played with his truck, you play with his eggs. Yeah. That's it. Right.
1: <laughs> that's exactly. really it. Like <laughs> I have an office full of toys. These kids want the car ramp, mm-hmm. they want my play food, and they want Mr. Potato Head. Yep. You know, and and they want this one elephant thing that blows bubbles. But, anyways. Bubbles
0: are dope. Yeah,
1: bubbles are.
0: I got a giant bubble maker, and it's kind of my oh, thing now. That's I, fun. I love making these giant
1: bubbles. I know. Kids very, love
0: them yeah you go outside make a big bubble it's kind of soothing
1: mm-hmm.
0: very soothing um so um I know that we have like some things for me to test out here so <laughs> I I'm, I can drag this conversation on because I'm a little nervous um, some
1: tricks in my trade yeah <laughs> yes
0: so can you explain to me what this thing like what are we what are we doing what is what am I looking at here
1: okay so we're looking at nothing more than a flavored tongue depressor.
0: A tongue depressor. Yes,
1: it's uh, strawberry flavored.
0: Is this like the same thing that the the dentist puts in your mouth?
1: Yeah, or you're, you open up and say ah.
0: Ah, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, the doctor does. Uh, the doctor, yes.
1: Yes, I don't know if your dentist does. He might.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if he's my dentist. Oh, okay. <laughs> <It's> the guy. <laughs> the guy I see down the street. All right.
1: There you go. Um, <laughs>
0: Sorry. Oh, no, sorry. I'm being immature. I'm being immature. <laughs> All right. So this right. is my tongue depressor. So
1: this is your tongue depressor. Okay. So um there is there is a speech kind of misarticulation that a lot of kids have where they don't use their back sounds. Um, back sounds. Back sounds. K and G. K and K, g-, g. Oh. Gu- K gu- and G. g. Yeah. I see how that yeah. wow. K. K g. G G G. You can even G-G. feel it if you G-G. make it. g
0: yeah, see, up. Uh, my no, right. make the sound, not uh, the letter.
1: Good.
0: Good. Yeah. Wow.
1: Put your hand right here. You can feel it. Good. Good. G- 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 right. G- <laughs> yeah. So, but I have plenty of kids and this is very, it's, a, it's actually a classic uh, sound substitution is they use all their sounds in the front. So instead of cat, they might say Tat. <laughs> or instead of ready, set, go, they're going to say dough. Dough. And it goes, it's kind of fascinating. The, they will use it all the time. It'll be a top for a cup. You get it. Top for a cup. Yeah. And and, and they Without knowing that these letters, you know, that these words start with these sounds.
0: <laughs> Little dummies.
1: <laughs> so how are we going to stimulate and get them to make this K and G sound? Yes. and Right. Okay. So you see what they're doing is they're using their front of their tongue because T and D and tat. N. Ta, 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 tat. Da, da, tat, da, da, tat, dad Tat, da, All there. Tat. Okay. So now we're going to put the stick in. Hold your front tongue down. Try to say cat. Cat. Cat.
0: Cat. Oh. Ah. I'm trying to say tat. Uh-huh.
1: Cat. Ah. Cat. Oh ah.
0: shit! <laughs> oh, this thing is tasty. And too. I know they're good, right? Yeah,
1: the kids love them.
0: Cat. Yeah. Oh wow! Right. Well, What other yeah. words can I fix?
1: Uh, try go. Go. Yeah. Go. Just try to say dough.
0: Oh, dough. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna try and say dough. Okay. Dough.
1: Hey! Oh! Did it work? Go. Yeah. Dough. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so simple.
1: Yeah. I mean, it doesn't wow. always, you know. It takes Make, a little time with bake, some of our kiddos.
0: Fake. Fake.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Wow, this yeah. is very tasty. I know
1: they're pretty good, aren't they? You no, know,
0: I'm still coming down from uh, from, from Halloween. Halloween so, <laughs> you know, I've been, I've been I'm getting See, my fix. It's this like, is
1: your calorie free lollipop. Don't give right a drug right addict here. some Red Bull, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I really like this. Uh, well, this has been great. I am so glad you were able to stop by thank you for and sit having with me. us here at so Popo's on Bridge. Yes. This is this has been awesome. So like if somebody wanted if somebody hears this and they want to get in touch with you, they want to get your services, how do they do that?
1: Uh, they can look me up. I, my company's name is Splash for Speech, so they could Google mm. Splash for Speech. Oh, sure. And in the new year, I will have some videos out on YouTube that people can check out. Awesome. I don't quite have the link for it yet.
0: Oh, yeah. Don't worry. I, I'm, I'm glad that's going to be coming because now people can reach out to you anywhere, anytime, yes. all over the place. Yep. That's awesome. I'm here. That is amazing. Everybody, give it up right now for Amy Wilhelm. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Us.
1: This is really fun. Thanks a lot.
0: I'm going to put a Wilhelm scream in here, too. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That might be more expensive.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, hey, thank you
0: very, uh, thank, you, thank you, so much for joining us here on Papa Don't Preach. Big shout-out goes out to producer Blaine Pierre. Wah, 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 wah. Hey, Blaine. Uh, Bennett, we miss you, but I'm in good company. I'm very, very happy. DNA and Aaron Mostow do our music. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. This is Papa Don't Preach, and we'll see you next week.